This podcast is intended for entertainment and thought-provoking purposes only. The thoughts and views expressed are those of the hosts of Room 2008 and are meant to generate discussion about various topics and do not represent the views of any guest, platform, or network. Proceed with skepticism. Please enter Room 2008. Thursday night, and we have a special episode tonight. Lance has been wanting to redo this one for over a year. His effect, his voice effect, did not work last time. He's been very, stressing very out about. He's been stressing out about it ever since. Tonight is the night where we revisit Mel's Hole. Lance, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I can't wait for my opportune time to actually get in there and, and do this effect that I spent like uh, ten thousand dollars getting ready for this show. It was. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. So as soon as Lance does it, we're going to be signing off. That will be the episode for the night. Um, but just <laughs> it was government week. funded. So, I mean, you know, it's just, just money. It's a short but we, are, but we are also joined by Mr. Peter Rabbit Hole himself. Hello. Hi. How's, right. how, <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? How's everyone? Nice great, to meet you. great introduction to the episode on how he's feeling, how he's doing, <laughs> if he's excited or not for the topic. I'm doing good. I'm a little fatter um after yeah. the break but you know hanging in there ready Probably to talk about it. uh mel's hole there so what you're saying is you may or may not be able to fit in mel's hole if i keep eating like this uh what is it nine feet in diameter nine nine and three quarters feet yes all right all right so i, I, I can yeah i'm getting there I'm, I'm i'm almost to the indiana jones boulder so <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that we still have christmas to go so um, oh no! So yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lance, Mister Hole Spelunkers, with us, uh, Peter Hole Diver, and I am uh, your other co-host, Drew Nell. Uh, this episode is dedicated to Gail Lewis. R.I.P. Retire in peace. Uh, <laughs> Ten-year associate, Walmart, eight forty-four. Let's um. Just, let's up. Let's that is something to celebrate. Let's take a shot for tonight, or, oh, or uh, yeah. take a let's, wig. Let's, do let's take a shot there. for tonight, and then I want, I want to see this video. What this is about. Cheers, well, John. I'm going to have to find it again. It's going to take too long. Happy Thursday. Merry Christmas. Speaking of Christmas, it is December Eve. This is the first of our, uh, uh, it's not really a Christmas episode, but you know, you can see the backdrops, you can see the backgrounds, all that other stuff. So we're uh, getting in the mood, Peter. What do you think about that? Nice. Oh. Yeah, he has a lot to say. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I mean, this month, we have a lot on the calendar this month. And yeah, Peter, Peter thought it was July. This is an exciting month ahead. I'm I'm excited. Uh, we got big things planned. We do. Christmas yeah. is starting to turn like our Halloween. You know, originally we were like Halloween's our Christmas. Now it's Christmas is our Christmas. I know. 
It will be, uh, especially will be in the next couple of weeks. Y'all stay tuned for what we got in store. Um, got a got a pretty big episode coming up here in a couple of weeks. So, I'm, honestly, the research going into this episode that we're going to do, I'm I'm shocked. Not this one, the one in a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Well, we did this one too. We did research this on this one. I, <laughs> my mind is blown. It's going to be fun. Yep. And Peter doesn't get his mind blown very often. So blowing holes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we get going, uh, check the episode description. You can find all of our social medias on there. Um, I think we're gonna. I'm, I'm streaming to Rumble right now. I think I'll have to have somebody check that um, to see if that's working. So we're technically we're live on Twitch, Twitter, and Rumble at the moment. I'm assuming Rumble's good to go. Uh, also. I did end up going with the new website. You can watch our Twitch stream on the website, room2008.com. You can comment on there, interact with us and everything on there as well. Uh, we're going to try that out tonight. So, um, so yeah, we can get it going. Okay. Nice. Room2008.com. The tentacles are getting out there. The tentacles? Uh, I'm surprised you got Room2008. Didn't have to do like Room2008A, B, or something like that. Uh, you know? Well, that uh, it was available. Nobody got banned with it like we did on Twitter, which our original account is still banned. So, wow. So, who's this Gail Lewis? Uh, it's just a meme going around on Instagram and TikTok. She was a uh, Walmart associate in Illinois, and like never last. I can see she was a ten-year associate from your uh, Walmart eight forty-four. Then why'd you ask? Well, I don't know the story behind it. I guess she Something's stepped down after uh, after a decade of uh, of loyalty. All right, I'm about to share the screen. Good. Attention, Walmart. This is Gail Lewis, 10-year associate, Morris, Illinois, 844. Signing out. Good night. (laughs) Was that serious? No, that was serious, yeah. That was very dramatic. It's going around on the social medias. Um, Everyone's, you know, they're they're not making fun of her, but they're having fun with it, Um, you know, saying thank you for your service making different memes out of it, you know, that she served nine tours of Black Friday, got, a, got, awarded, a, got awarded a purple cart. <laughs> Her look at the end when she looks at the camera like, like she knew what she just did. She said, oh, it. my God, like she did it. Her lip, her lip quivered right before she said goodnight. I did see the quiver. Oh, oh was there, so that's it and it just went viral and everybody's everybody's uh not making yeah. fun of her but just you know, what? You know adding good, on with it. good for gail good for gail good for kill mm-hmm. now she's gonna go to target arrival probably <laughs> work another 10 years sign off there oh, get that target. military uh, retirement oh man mm. target what a crazy story anyway that's funny that's funny haven't seen that well peter do you want to uh dive into the hole uh yeah uh we uh we did an episode about Mel's hole. Like how long ago was that? Now was that that was, that was one like of our that was like our third episode. Wow! So over a year. I don't even know how long it's been, but uh, there's a part two to the story that we did not cover in that episode. I don't believe. No, I did. I covered the whole story. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, we're gonna zoom in on that second half because I got questions. So about the story. What, I think what you're referring to is uh, we only had enough time to really talk about the uh, the main gravy of it, but uh, there was so much more that I didn't even, huh? That's, that's, that's gravy. I'm, yeah, everything's going <laughs> to refer back to gravy. Uh, you know, it's Thanksgiving going into Christmas. So. 
But uh, what you're what you're talking about, which is Mel. Mel. That was that was that was that was five thousand. For this episode, Mel's 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 Oh, it sounds so beautiful. All right, so y'all ready to get started? Let's do it. Yeah, anybody listening, I had to do it. It's from the first episode. I just we butchered the effect didn't come through and just sound like idiots doing that for like five minutes. We well you were you're part of it. We're a team. So um (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Mel's Hole, this is the deepest conspiracy in the world. Ooh. I'm coining that. Um, it was west of Ellensburg, Washington, coast to coast, February 21st, 1997 was his first appearance. So we're going to backtrack a little bit. We're going to talk about this hole. So this guy calls in to coast to coast. Uh, Gail Lewis, I'm going I'm to call you Gail this episode. So, uh, um, I don't think we got some commenters talking here. I don't think I don't think Gail Lewis is single. I don't <laughs> think he might be. I don't know. No, he, he's happily married. Uh, so I, I guess I don't know. You, I, I'm not speaking for you. So, oh, uh, there's <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, <laughs> so this guy Mel Mel Waters calls into Coast to Coast, and you're a big fan of Coast to Coast. And one of our uh, uh, guys that was on here the past. A uh, few episodes is going on coast to coast. It's still around. It's been around forever. What like did it actually? Do you know? Like Thirty years at least. Dang. And I remember when you when you were telling me about this show, like my mind was blown. And they they were like four or five hour episode every night or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was yeah fantastic. Like- it's incredible. But anyways, so Mel Waters comes on the show and tells a story. And here was the start of. Wait. Mel's yeah, here's how it happened first. Mel actually sent a fax into Coast to Coast saying, hey, I have this hole. And Art Bell, the old host, reached out to him. So, sorry, continue. He wanted to yeah. know more about that hole. He was like, what are you talking about, sir? So, um, the, <laughs> I'm going to go into the facts. I hate to keep backtracking like I got to set it up for the story. but the oh, I'm, sorry. Is- I'm sorry if I blew your facts load. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, the hole is this, <laughs> this mysterious random hole and basically in this guy's backyard. It's nine foot, nine inches in <laughs> diameter, 15 foot retaining wall around this hole. Most would think it's just a common well. Of course, it's really big for a well, period. But anyways, uh, I mean, you know, I, I'm assuming wells are smaller than nine feet. I think they are. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, Mel went on to tell about this hole in his backyard. And he was saying that the previous owners lived there for like 30 or 40 years, and it was there before that. So it's been there for as long as anybody can remember. So go ahead and throw that out there. They had been using it as basically a trash dump. Uh, he even admits to throwing some like TV, uh, tube TVs, you know, the ones that would like explode basically. They have all this poison chemicals and everything else, the tube TVs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was funny because one of the shows he was talking about this, and somebody was warning him of – uh, throwing these TVs down this well and all this furniture. They said they threw bed mattresses down there. And uh, I think somebody even said, like, they got a car down there. So it's like they were just throwing shit down there just to do it. A whole bunch of young boys, it sounds like, out there. Probably just drunk what? Uh, adults. <laughs> and uh, anyways, uh, so somebody called and warned them about this environmental safety concern about the drinking water. And everybody was like, oh, shit. So we are still laughing about that. 
I'm just pitching. Anyways, whatever. You're just pitching what? <laughs> a whole bunch of old drunk dudes like, like you get that throw it in there, you know. But you're you're taking this whole different side of it. Right. So uh, he was wondering what got his interest. I can't go on. Everything I say now goes back to you. Um, Sorry, that was the rest of it. <laughs> now I'm talking about what he's interested in. You're like, I know what he's interested in. <laughs> so what got his wheels turning about this hole is that he was wondering why it would never fill up if it's been here all these years. And then he could never hear any sound come from this hole when he threw something in it. He would listen for it and never hit hit the bottom of the hole. So uh, he noticed that animals wouldn't go near it. That, um, you know, people have had dogs at like on leashes trying to pull them to the hole and they back off and they're barking and growling and going crazy. They won't go near it. So, and one thing that I picked up recently is uh, his radio would pick up like random radio signals when he got close to the hole that he wouldn't pick up, you know, as he would walk towards it, it would change. So that got, that was the uh, interesting about the hole. Uh, anything you want to add to that about what um, anomalies would happen around the hole? Um, I think what Whoa. you meant to say earlier was he was throwing, <laughs> he threw a refrigerator down there. Did you mention that? Refrigerator, yeah. Peter, you've been laughing nonstop for like eight <laughs> minutes. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. You must have some inside jokes I don't know about. You're just cracking up. Uh, no, uh, truth be told, I've, I've had a little bit of this wine here. Oh, that's truth be told. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you mentioned whatever they threw down there never made a sound. Which, um, towards the end of this, I want to bring something up. Uh, I, I learned that might make sense of that, but anyways, so he had to look further into it. Right, he got a one pound weight. He connected it to some fishing line, lowered it into the hole. So he kept lowering it and went about forty five hundred feet, and it never hit the bottom. So he pulled it up thinking, well, it must have hit water, you know, and slowly descended into the water and just didn't notice, you know, whatever. So he um, he put some lifesavers onto his fishing line, put it back in the hole, went down, and he pulled it back up, and there was no, none of the lifesavers were dissolved. So it showed there was no water. Because And, and I'm going to backtrack a little bit and say the reason he has all this fishing line and the lifesaver uh, thing is because he used to do a lot of uh, deep-sea fishing. And so he has a lot of fishing line, a lot of gear, because the big questions were, well, you know, how do you have the equipment? What do you, how did you use this? And he's like, we're, we're past that. I, I know how to, you know, uh, add line to line and I know different tricks of the trade. So he, he, he does all that, but the lifesavers were not dissolved. So they didn't hit water and he ended up. And I, every time I say this, I want to like, I want somebody to correct me, but uh, he he went down like eighty thousand feet. Yeah, eighty thousand feet. He had he had five thousand feet of spools of line, and he kept adding them and adding them and adding them, and then eventually uh, he just ran out of line. Yeah. So Damn. of course, uh, eighty thousand feet. That's that's too much to comprehend. Um, it's like it's like a little over fifteen miles. Yeah, maybe I read it and thought eight thousand. I don't eighty. Right, like every time I read it, I'm like, "Ah, I can't be right. I wonder how much weight accumulates on that cable. Like everybody asked that. There's uh, later in the um, later in the show, he said he he actually did weigh it because um, I don't know if Lance is going to go over it, but they they took some calls and that was uh, several of the callers' concerns. 
and um, he weighed it. He was guessing uh, from the way he weighed it, he would have between 17 and 18 pounds of line down there. And he was using 20-pound test line. I would think he'd have more weight, but so. that's I have no idea. And that so for anybody listening, listen to Coast to Coast. Uh, get past the collars that call in. That's what got me stopped. I couldn't listen past the collars. The collars. It's just, it's just those first couple ones, but, but everybody did call about the weight, and that was a holdup for me too. Was the weight? You know, you hit the ground, you think you're still going, but it's just spoiling up at the bottom. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, but he talks about that. Listen to the episodes. Get past the collar stupid questions that they have, and uh, not that we don't appreciate our collars. So. Well, their collars, <laughs> even, they're they're the. Callers didn't even have questions. They were calling in, like thinking they were on a different topic or something. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's just yeah, right. just get get past like the first two or three callers, and everything else is fine. Would you say that this was the most um, listened to uh, topic out of that show? Probably. It's it's probably the biggest one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest, that came out of Coast to Coast because you got this one. You got uh, the guy that supposedly shot uh, Bigfoot. Um, I talked about him a while back. Um, you had a frantic caller that was supposedly uh, a former employee or a, maybe even a current employee of uh, Area 51 mm. um, that called and was freaking out. And that was a big deal. Um, so, so, yeah, this is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest. Yeah, because um, it's funny to hear callers calling in about other topics. You know, like this is going to be the topic people are going to talk about for years, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I was about to say, uh, I think Dive Coast right to Coast. It's kind of where everything began for me uh, back in the early days because my dad would listen to talk radio a lot. And, you know, I would listen to it. it does anybody remember Michael Savage? Yeah. His show would start with, like, Metallica. That's how I got into Metallica and, and the metal and all that. He, uh, he would play songs off of uh, Injustice for All, which is their most brutal, fast album. And that he would open the show with that. And then after that show... It would be coast to coast, and it went on for hours, and we were just glued to the radio, like like in the old days. It was crazy. Yeah, it's like you can't. I mean, the show's still on today, but you're. I don't think you're ever going to get a story like this because this was pre. <clears throat> excuse me, pre. Uh, it wasn't pre internet. No internet. Mm. But um, yeah, it was. It wasn't pre internet. It was you know nobody had internet in their homes like they do now or in their pocket. Like it's really hard to like create an imaginative story, whether this is real or not like this now. Oh, it would right. hit Twitter first and it would make it real. Yeah, exactly. It get fact check into oblivion. So he puts a slide in the well or in the hole and it goes on forever. 80,000 feet. He's not hitting bottom. The lifesavers are still there. Uh, you know, he's got all kinds of questions. So uh, he starts asking around to the neighbors. Now the neighbors have always used this hole just to, to throw shit in. Right. We talked about that. So everybody knows about it. Everybody around in the area knows about it. Uh, but there was one story that stuck out to me that he mentioned and that uh, when he was asking around to his neighbors, they said that one of the dogs, the, one of the neighbors threw their uh, deceased dog into the to the hole. And then a few days later, he saw his dog walking around in the woods and he was yelling out for it and didn't respond. And then, of course, Art Bell was like, well, how does he know it was his dog? He said because he specified that it had the same collar that his dog had when oh, he threw him shit. in the well. So that that kind of started the uh, mysterious, um, you know, more than just a deep hole, right? So that's like that's like some pet cemetery shit. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, who takes the dogs? Just like, you know, 
But, uh, again, they were throwing whatever they could in that hole. So, um, After the show aired, the next day, Mel returned back to his house, and the street was blocked by the U.S. military. So that's a big pivot point because literally he came, he comes on the show. He talks about it. Everybody's like, oh, this guy's just a hoax. And then he comes up with this whole military thing, right? And so uh, they blocked um, the street to his house by the U.S. military, there was heavy helicopter activity in the area above his land, you know, uh, and they said, the military said that there was a plane crash and they couldn't access his property. Classic. And uh, when he proceeded to go, you know, kind of go forward, you know, to push the boundaries, I guess, uh, somebody stopped him. And I couldn't, I was wanting to get more correction on this. It sounded like it was somebody dressed in civilian clothes, but I think it was the military personnel. Someone was talking to him about, um, about his yeah. land. Do you recall that? Yeah. Um, so I was trying to make sure our stream was going good on our website. Did you say that uh, this was after the first call in? Yeah. After the first call in his streets block, he goes mm -hmm. up to the boundaries. They won't let him pass. They said mm -hmm. it's a plane crash. And yeah. then he was told that basically when he was pushing forward, Hey, this is not your land anymore. And yeah. uh, you know, and, and so there's no need to try to get past this barrier. And, he, and then he was like, well, you know, this is my house, blah, blah. blah. And the guy yeah. said, uh, he said, I'm gonna go to the press. And they're going to hear about this. He said, go ahead. They're not going to believe you anyways. Yeah. They're, they're basically like, look, there's a plane crash that happened here. They had everything cordoned off. Um, he was like, just come back when we tell you to. He was like, oh, well, I mean, do I, do I need to get a hold of you? And, they, and then, you know, they were like, no, we can, we'll, we'll reach out to you. We know, we know how to get in, get in touch with you. So obviously yeah. very shady stuff. You know, I mean, this is back when Coast to Coast had probably 10 to 15 million listeners a night. You know, so when he called in on this first episode, just a what a what a dink that just days later his land gets raided. Right, right. I saw this too that um in comparison in comparison, um Yellowstone the show had less viewers than Coast to Coast at this wow. time. You know, it was like uh, Yellowstone had like eleven million views, mm -hmm. you know, and Coast to Coast had like fourteen or fifteen million mm -hmm. nightly. Mm. Um, that's insane insane so this is when the theories start because you know you you assume this is a story until you until you realize like you know there's some, there's some truth to this which we'll get into but the theories start with the you know he comes back on coast to coast he says this and all of a sudden the calls come in and you know and people are like well maybe it's the ley lines you know we've had episodes about that the ley lines energy you know that, that cross paths throughout the world Tunnels to hollow earth, portals to different dimensions, or portals to another time. Because he recalled a story that, remember I was saying about the radio signals on his on his um, radio? They would change mm -hmm. up. He said at one point he was playing with his radio by the hole, just sitting out there. and It was playing old-timey music, like old classics, you know, uh, whatever that is to him at that time, uh, probably 50s or something. And he said he was switching the channel and he picked up a baseball game, was just chilling and listening to a I baseball game. Go ahead. You're, I think you're getting mixed up with something that happened later. Was it later? Yeah. Because this was uh, – okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said that at the beginning. But uh, uh, anyways, with the older broadcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that was uh, – we'll go back to that. I want to know when he when that actually happened then. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'll get to it when we get there. 
Yeah, so uh, the end of the show ends at that time. They tell Mel, you know, watch what he's saying because the government's soliciting. And and then they end up, you know, basically saying the government's soliciting. We'll, we'll continue this at a different time. Let's go ahead and stop now. Bam. Well, they make, you know, promises for him to come back on with updates. Yeah, and all, all this all this was like in February of 97. Mm-hmm. Just to give like a little time timeline of it. The pre-internet days. So he goes missing and they're reaching out to him and he goes missing for three years and uh, they continue to contact mail and uh, but obviously they can never make contact with him. and all right so correct me if I'm wrong but art in when I when I was watching art was admitting that he had a TV crew go out to the property and they found evidence of heavy military presence and this is when he was back on and art was saying that like they were out there and then uh, Mel was saying, yeah, there were, you know, they would have saw, um, they would have seen like yellow tape lines. They would have seen tracks and all that. And, and, and Art Bell was agreeing like, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Like he, they were describing the same things without telling each other what they were, you know, it's not like Art was like, there were yellow lines. And, and yeah. So they kind of were on the same page with that. And he said, uh, they didn't find the hole, but they obviously saw the heavy military presence at that area. Um, cause he gave a lot of clues about where he was or where that location was on the first show. And, um, what I found interesting about that is they went on to say that they, they did market a no fly zone and, uh, terror server. Y'all familiar with terror server? I am because of this episode. You yeah, know, same here. <laughs> I don't know if it was something else. So terror server was satellite imagery before Google earth. And they blocked out the area on Terra right. server of Mel's property. So any conspiracy would say, well, you know, I mean, this is all a hoax. This is all made up. And then you look at the Terra server and they legitimately blocked out his, his property where that hole is supposed to be. So some would speculate that Mel might've picked that area prior to his story. Um, you know, kind of picked the area that was blocked out to say that was where it was. But they looked into it, and Terra Server actually came out years after Mel's original story. So he couldn't have made up that spot that was blocked out. Oh, interesting. Is there uh, a picture so, of this? Has anyone seen a picture? The video that I watched did have a picture. I don't know wait, how. how if yeah, wait, wait till uh, wait till the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, so interesting. I'll, I'll keep going. So a uh, Terra Server was blocked out. Uh, I mean, you know, that that's a pretty big deal. That's that's military use of technology. That's not like Google Earth that we have now. All right. So um then uh Mel, let me let me make sure I'm on it. Okay, yeah. So then he he's he's gone and he he they do another episode uh for an update, right? He was gone for what what did I say, three years. And he's saying all this with the, when he comes back. So Mel says that. Soon after the last show, he was offered three million dollars a year. Yeah, two hundred and fifty grand a month to lease his property to an unknown tenant Ent- entity. Yeah, and uh, he was to sign a non-disclosure and to leave the country. He agrees, of course, and moves to Australia. Um, he agrees to come on again when he visits home, but again, the day of the show, he's a no-show as well. So, uh, so he leaves for three years. And then he comes back and says, "Hey, here's where I've been. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come back to America. I'm gonna do some visits, and I'm gonna call you there, and we're gonna get an update on what's going on." 
right? Everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. And when, when that day comes, he's a no-show. And then he comes back on the show later and has this story. Before you get in before you get into that, I wanted to um this is uh he was in Australia, took his money, went to Australia, and this is where this clip came from. We have to save the wombats. Oh, that's where it came from. He went was that into, actually, Yeah, that he was, w- that was yeah, he uh, went into wombats. He he, yep. he went to save the wombats. He took all oh, that man. money dedicated <laughs> it to that. You know what? Good so, for him. They are cute. I could get behind that. Three million a year. I mean, you have to you have to spend the money to <laughs> save, you know, save lives, you know. So um he calls in one evening and explains everything that happened. And I imagine he called in on like a random show or something. It was like, hey, whatever topic you're talking about, here's what happened to me. Shut this shit down. Yeah. Mel's back. <laughs> he's just going we gotta on. talk about this hole. So we gotta find that load. All right, well, let's, uh, let's see, 40 minutes. And All right, so he said the day he was supposed to be on air, he was taking a bus to meet his nephew. Police were called, and all the passengers were questioned and put on a different bus. Then Mel blacks out after he gets on a different bus. He said he woke up 12 days later in an alley in San Francisco without his wallet. He had marks on his arms from an IV. It could taste blood in his mouth, and his back teeth were missing. What? He was also missing a couple articles of clothing. Um, what articles? A missing a uh, belt buckle. Is that right, Drew? That's correct. Hmm. You want to go into that now or later? Uh, probably later. The significance of it, because um, it it kind of leads to that. Yeah. So, so yeah, he woke up in a San Francisco alley. Yeah, he had some things that were missing. We're gonna track back to that missing buckle because it comes back up. So he's he seems like he's beat up. He's got marks of IVs. He's he's missing his back teeth. He's like, what the hell is going on? So um, shortly after that, uh, of course, he doesn't know, right? He he, he doesn't know what, what happened. Shortly after that, he goes on to say that he was approached by Native Americans to check out another hole that reacts the same as the stories he told them coast to coast. So um, in Nevada, a second hole has been on the land of the Basque ethnic group who has been using the land to herd sheep since the 1800s. This is where the story gets crazy. Okay. So let's, yeah, hold on. Let's, um, let's, before we get into this, because uh, this is a very, very nutshell version of the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have yeah. something else we could talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like very, very slim down. So my to this point, the hole itself, like the, the first part, of like his first couple episodes were i think were extremely believable um you know it was, hey this guy's got this whether it's eighty thousand feet or not you know he doesn't know the bottom of it because like you said at the beginning he could be pouring line down there all day and he's not gonna know if he's at the bottom or not was it just like the way he was talking like yeah. he sounded believable he came yeah he came off believable his inflection or yeah. whatever yeah um, he, he, he seemed like he was very um he, he didn't um he wasn't a conspiracy theorist. He wasn't looking for something like that. Just a curious old guy out there just trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this hole he had on his land. Yeah. And he wasn't even trying to like really uh, make a big thing about it. Some people were volunteering to go to the hole, and he was like, man, I don't want people on my land. Yeah. I don't want a big commercial thing out of this. I don't want people taking pictures. And, you know, I'm just, you know, like mm-hmm. he was very humble about it. I would have sold tickets. I mean, like, come on, get yeah. this hole. 
when people were like, you know, hey, put me down there. And they were like, I don't want to be responsible for somebody falling in that hole. <laughs> Family coming after me, not doing it. Um, so you want me to continue forward with this? Because this is kind of where it gets a little um, crazy. But if you think about it, like this guy is just a normal guy. And then his life took a fucking turn. For the worse. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So Moving he goes Australia. On. He's approached by this uh, Native American, uh, I wouldn't say tribe, but they're the group, the Basque, the herd sheep. They've been around for hundreds of years uh, in that area, and they said that there's a hole that's been there forever. I think the ba- I think the Basque people are from Spain, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's like a it's a land between France and Spain. It's like a small yeah, so area. So, they so I'm, I'm confused. You said the Native American tribe, the Basques. Oh, well, so they're Native not Americans. Native. And they took him, they knew about this hole and the Basque were, it was on the Basque land. Oh. And they all considered it like a spiritual area. Hmm. So the Native Americans probably had like spiritual stuff behind it, but it was on somebody else's land. So, you know, they got kicked off that land probably by the Basque. But anyways, I pre- thank you for clarifying that, by the way. They kicked their Basque? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh. <laughs> This hole has a metal lining that is warm to the touch. It doesn't produce a sound. Mel said he dropped the tool on the metal rim and no sound was made, period. Which I'm wondering now. Well, I'll go on. Okay, so. That's pretty specific. They, yeah. They they tried a couple experiments with it. Um, of course, you know, the people that had this land have probably done these experiments before, but they were just like, hey, you got to try this out. They decided to do an experiment with a bucket of ice. All right, so what they would do is they attached a bucket of ice to a rope, and another bucket was there as a control reference, you know, on the ground by them. And um, they, when the bucket melted that was beside them, they would bring their bucket up to see what changed and, you know, if anything is, you know, what, what's the deal with it, right? It was down there long enough for the bucket of ice to melt. And, and uh, in fact, when they brought it up, it was, um, they were surprised that the ice did not melt. So they put it down the hole, their ice melted. They brought up the one out of the hole and the ice didn't melt. And in fact, it was still in the same form, except it wasn't frozen. They said it was like, um, like bricks of salt. Did you see that? Um, kind of when he was explaining it, he said they were like ice cubes. They looked like cubes of salt. And when, um, but they weren't like cool to the touch. They just, they were like room temperature, maybe a little warm or something. And one actually set it on fire. The ice would actually catch on fire. So I think, he, that. I think he said it felt like, you know, when you get electronics and stuff, the desiccate that comes in it to, you know, absorb the oh. moisture and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, a little packet of shit. Yeah, he says if you open that packet and actually feel the desiccate, that's what it felt like, which I've never done before. So I don't know what that feels like. We'll you know, I've never like. done that either. Peter, you got some behind you. Go ahead and uh, try that out real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up a pack. We don't recommend anybody listening to actually go do that. <laughs> don't go eat it. Unless. Unless it tastes good, let us know. I'm Pete. Welcome to Jackass. I just, I snort it. Yeah. So, um, wow. They, uh... they, they, <laughs> they tried this more, and one-third of the time, they said the ice uh, wouldn't melt, that it would come back up. A lot of times it would. So it wasn't like every time they put the ice down there, it would do this phenomenon, but it, it would – and um, and as it turns out, one of the people that were there kept the burning ice, and apparently it burned for months. 
They used it to heat a furnace that they said would eventually burn the house down by slowly burning its way through the furnace and through the floor. What? So it was a it was like a nonstop burn, and it collapsed the house ultimately because it burnt through the floor. It kept burning. He patched it up, and uh, he went away for a couple months, and then came back, and the house was literally like just burnt down. Damn. Uh, this ice burned forever. Uh, so then the sheet, and I think this is this is the interesting one. I won't spend an hour on this, I promise, because this is going to be fa- finalizing the s- subject so we can talk a little bit more about it. This is where it gets gross. This is where it gets gross. So one guy was like, hey, put me down there. Put me down there, dude. Let's do it. Jackass, right? And um, <laughs> they said, no, it's a horrible idea. We got 100,000 sheep over here. Let's use one of the sheep put down there. So... Um, they wrestled a sheep to get into the hole, and eventually it was kicking out and fighting so madly that they had to knock it out, basically, and put it in a cage. And when they put it, and when it, they lifted it above the hole, the sheep woke up and started screaming and moving uh, like frantically around, but no sound could be heard from the sheep. And so you could picture a sheep just like screaming, and you can't actually hear it, which I thought back, and I was thinking, this could explain why they never heard anything hit the bottom of his, his male's hole. Because when they would throw stuff down there, it would maybe hit bottom, but you wouldn't be able to hear it because you can't hear anything when you're at the hole, inside the hole, you know? So maybe they thought it was forever going, but maybe it just, it just they couldn't hear it. Um, so they lowered the sheep, and once the sheep stopped moving from frantically, you know, in its fright, um, they waited about 20, 30 minutes and then brought it back up. After examining the sheep, which was dead at the time, they noticed it looked like it was cooked from the inside out. So they opened it up and found a large mass that was still throbbing inside the sheep. Um, it appeared if something was inside the tumor. So when they cut into it, there was something inside and they described it as a seal fetus, but with human eyes, it had fins and um, they just sat there and just stared at it, trying to figure it out. Right. And after a while, Mel decided to take it, Pick it up, which I wouldn't have touched it. Would y'all? Yeah, have you would it? have. I I would have poked it. You've touched nastier stuff. What the throbbing mass? <laughs> the throbbing seal fetus with your never, never touch never touch a throbbing mass. <laughs> Noted. So uh Mel picks this thing up. <laughs> he takes it outside. Uh he takes it by the hole. He puts it on the ground. They're all staring at it just in amazement. Uh he said he felt um he, he said he felt like a connection with the fetus that he couldn't explain. <laughs> <laughs> and that it was a transcendent experience that he had. Am I even saying that right? He said it specifically. I don't, I don't know if I said that he right. Got, he got lost in its seal eyes. So after a couple of hours of talking with his buddies about this seal fetus tumor living <laughs> thing. Um, I've gotten lost in seal's eyes. <laughs> humanized they watched this magical fetus seal alien thing um they went on to say that it gave them a look and it was almost trying to communicate with them and then it crawled back in the hole and fell in mel admits that this sounds outlandish i mean he's he's on there like hey, yeah yeah it is what it is you take it or leave it right but he also said that before he came back to america he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer and was given six months to live. And again, this may explain why he chose to visit America after signing a non-disclosure, saying he wouldn't return, getting paid all that money. He came to visit family. 
he, I mean, that kind of lines up because he just found out he had cancer, right? And um, and after this moment he had with the being, he states that his cancer is he's now cancer free and contributes everything to this being and believes the connection he had with it is what cured him. Weird. So um, I've talked for like an hour. <laughs> that's really all I got. That's he's I don't after that story I, th- I think it was like done you know i don't know that, what else that's the that's the nutshell right there that yeah that is like the smallest nutshell you can think of of the story um i would advise i would advise going um look up the art bell tape vault on spotify on pocket cast apple whatever you listen to po- uh, podcasts on uh look up the art bell tape vault and whoever controls that uploaded two different episodes of every episode uh, or every segment that Mel was on. And it ranges from like 1997 to 2002. So, um, right. So I told the story kind of in a fashion that sounds like it's just a couple of days. Yeah. But it was over a span of years and just like Admiral birds episode, you know, it's hard to, you know, you can, I have to kind of uh, go through it pretty quick so we can even talk about it, have time to talk about it. There's yeah. a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah. That was, from, it, it kind of the whole. It kind of ended a little bit weird too, because like he didn't get any. There was no closure from it. No yeah. whole closure. That's why I was wondering if you if you've heard anything that has come up since. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard anything? So it did just end like that. That was the last episode. If that's if there's any other ones, I haven't heard them. So. And then they've even said that. Uh, well, I don't want to get into it. I, I hate the talk about all i mean there's so much but you know they were saying there's no record of somebody living there in the name of bill waters and yeah uh, let's, well i mean now i mean we've told the story well i mean there's other stuff in the story we need to go over like the belt yeah. buckle, the gun all that he stuff. uh let's he it, would yeah. also talk about how there were similarities between the strange vegetation that would grow around these holes that's, that's something they had didn't i hear that correctly peter you got some strange stuff growing around your hole uh how do you <laughs> deal with that curly grass or, or what was going on <laughs> i thought Onion? that was interesting though like it affected the vegetation yeah which makes um, sense yeah it's like it's just something yeah I, going on. We'll, we'll get to the wild speculation at some point but uh so uh basically one part of the story um this this mel waters guy whether he existed or not if he's just a character or not or whatever um he he, he was a very kind of quirky guy um he said he he says he looked like willie nelson uh he was into herbal remedies for illnesses he was uh he he made his own belt buckles which was a big deal in the story um that that he was telling he would find a lot of stuff on the property and what he found he, he would find these dimes on the property they would be in like these chinese good luck things like these red envelopes mm. and there'd be these dimes in there and the dimes would be 1943 roosevelt dimes and that's significant because roosevelt was still alive in 1943 so they wouldn't have made a dime mm. with them on there interesting i think that's how that works and also it had a it had a mint mark of of the letter b as in boy on there and the United States doesn't have a city that starts with B that has a mint. You got Denver and wherever else. Yeah, P. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia, but not B. So I don't 
pretty sure Boston doesn't have one. So he didn't realize this until he got his belt buckle stolen or, you know, when he, when he got uh, drugged and left for dead in a San Francisco alley. Um, he ended up meeting somebody at like a, a trade show or a flea market or something that was actually wearing one of his belts. Well, he, no, he had to track that person down. He, he went on a mission to track him down, apparently. Oh. And, I thought he just came across him and noticed the belt. And he was like, hey, you, belt, you bought one of my belt buckles. Yeah, no, he tracked somebody down through some source to find somebody and, and was able to get in touch with them. Well, either way, he came across somebody who had previously purchased one of his belt buckles. Maybe he bought it at, like a, at a flea market or something. So, and noticed that, that that's when it kind of clicked all together why his belt buckle got stolen because of what he put in the belt buckles. So, which hints to like, uh, uh, not parallel universe, but maybe like a, some sort of uh, dimensional time dimension. That's what they area. were saying a parallel universe where, where the Nazis won World War II. Oh, shit. because the B could stand for Berlin. Oh, my God. And then another thing this is where I think you were, you may have been getting mixed up. I'm not sure with the radio and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. He found a gun on the property too, a P-38, which is apparently what the Nazis used uh, during World War II. He yeah, he said he wasn't a big gun person, but figured it could be worth something, so he sold it to a guy. Um, he lost touch with the guy that actually bought it from him, but actually um, found, I think his son is who he actually found. and Because after all this shit happened, he wanted to get back in touch with people. He couldn't find the guy, found his son. And the son said there was some pretty weird stuff that happened with that gun. Um, when you would shoot it, it didn't make a sound. And then when you got close to a radio, that's when you would start getting signals. Depending hmm. on where you had it, where you would move it. You're talking about the gun? Yeah. I'm 100% sure it was the gun. Oh, weird. Um once you get close to the TV or the radio, it would uh, filter through stations and different frequencies. Um, and that's when you might get like a, a baseball game from like 1963, he said. Oh, when the gun gets close to a, uh, yeah. to a radio. Mm -hmm. So that, oh. well, this is kind of nudging into the speculation segment, huh. but that sort of implies that this Let's could be like a, like a time portal. Maybe. That's why, yeah, that's why they were saying it's it's a parallel universe, pretty much. Hmm. Or, or, oh, oh, parallel in that it's another reality that exists where these things happen that makes well, things and somehow it's leaking into ours. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like the the plot of that. Anybody ever see that movie Tenet? T E N N E T. It's a Christopher Nolan. That's heard you mention of, it. That's heard kind you of the before. that's kind of the plot of that. Like, there's items or even people. That can be uh, that can punch through to this side, but they're going in reverse. So there's they're like going to, to the past. Yeah, so like uh, they'll say that uh, this bullet is inverted, and it's a bullet that is moving in reverse. So there's like a lot of cool fight scenes. It's a very confusing movie uh, for those that ever take the plunge, but it's kind of like this. It's like that's interesting that that perhaps items got through somehow that implies that maybe something came out of the hole. Yeah. Right. Which is a and scary a, and thought. At a different time because you wouldn't have stuff, uh, coming out at his time, my recent of past items. 
All right. So, you know, like the parallel universe thing. Well, in a parallel universe, it's like kind of the same time frame. It's just a different path. Right. So, um, you know, for what I guess what we know about it, I mean, shit, it's all just speculation anyways. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Peter. You got this. I was going to say, uh, do y'all remember the episode that we did about the vile vortices? Yeah. Uh, I want to check that map and oh, see if, <laughs> if any of this stuff lands in one of those zones. Do we still Shit, have that Go map? check it, man. We got time. Yeah, we, we finished early tonight. Go to the library. Hit it up real quick. I'm going to be there first thing in the morning. <laughs> um. But uh, I wonder, I wonder about that. If, if like, say these holes exist, uh, are are they in specific spots? According to this, no. According to this, no. But yeah, that's that's a good point, though, Peter. Seriously. Yeah, something I always wonder when we bring up any of these geological, you know, anomalies. Where it's at. Um. So I, I assume we're in the wild speculation segment. Yeah. Um, let me uh, bring up some of these pictures first before we go into that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's look into that. Cause I, I wanted to see if we can do like some satellite stuff or whatnot. I actually, yeah. let me see, let me see if I can find another picture real quick uh, before, before we go into that. Um, so we were talking about this when we started this podcast and um, this was a topic of interest, obviously. And I remember sitting outside having a cigar under this heater it was cold, just like it is tonight, cold <gasps> and dry. And um, and you were, and we were we were like talking on the phone, remember? And you sent me like this. We were looking up this hole, this hole, not yeah, uh, Mel's <laughs> hole. And uh, oh, really late looking at this hole. And um, I remember you had like a satellite imagery of it, but everything that I've seen, and of course, my source probably wasn't completely accurate because I heard that. He was, you know, he was getting radio signals when he got close to their hole. So there was a mix-up on that. So uh, my apologies on that. But if it if it was a gun, which I know you're talking about the gun, I remember that now. Uh, I didn't know it was associated with the radio signals. Um, the same source was saying that they've never been able to locate this hole, and that there have been people that say that you know, oh, this was a hole, but they had it checked out. It was like a well. Instead, it wasn't the right hole because it's it's really blocked off by military. Nobody's been able to find this hole except right. you had a he had an aerial view one time. Yeah. So you sent me this picture when we first started, like a year ago. Hollow Earth. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Yeah, so something I, mean, I drew got, the other day. So you got Admiral Byrd's flight from 1947 entering the North Pole. You got the Kentucky Mammoth Cave. Oh um, wow. Doesn't say anything about Mel's hole, but if that was the case, it would be somewhere over here, obviously. Oh, so that's damn. one of the that's one of the speculations of one of the callers. Um, there was a sun inside. Yeah, so that's that's one of the speculations is this may be a tunnel, I guess, so to speak, into the hollow earth. So why it's so oh, hot? You dig that's down? that's messed up, man. Yeah. Um well, wild speculation it is. Are you um, able to get that aerial view, though? Oh, I got it. Well, oh, let's yeah, see let's... it, man. You're holding up. Come on. Let's look into that hole. That money. Show me that hole. <laughs> 50 minutes, 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. 
everybody's like, oh, you're not censored on this platform. Oh, I am. I'm very much censored. I'll get blackmailed. <laughs> you have to censor yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's where the alcohol does not help. Right. Here we go. Oh, snap. Is that the picture with the two squares? This is the picture. Oh, that's the, uh, the um, what you call it? Damn, I was wondering if this existed since the last episode. This is it. So this is the town up here of Ellensburg right here. And this is exactly where Mel was stating it was. All right. Uh, that means I have to change my mind on this. Um, there's, there's was, an was of... that, is that the Terra server picture? Yes. That adds credibility. This is confirmed. This is a real picture real of picture. this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that I saw in the, the video that I was. This, this is the Manastash Ridge right here. All you know, you can kind of see the top of it right here running up. So, all this. So, he says he lives on, I'm assuming his land is somewhere right on the, on the probably the top end of this. Um, dude, am I dreaming that we actually like uh, Google mapped it? Yeah, we go, it? yeah, we did. Now, that's, I was going to go into that next. Yeah, we, we kind of looked at it from uh, the current. Yeah, no, I got it. I, that's kind of nostalgic to me because that was like last year. We're getting into this. I want to see that image if you have it. That's crazy that you found that. I was wondering if that was uh, ever found. So here's what we looked at last year, and this is what floats around the internet as as the actual location of the hole. Um, so here's the city of here's the city of Ellensburg right here. Yeah. So let's go a little north. Oh, you're doing this live. This is not a video. Yeah, this is live. Oh, you're finding really? it right now. We got Google Earth. We got Ellensburg. Of course, we are looking fucking, into this shit. I just We're had zooming it. down. And apparently it snows up there and stuff. Like I don't know where we are or in Washington. Never mind. Yeah, it definitely snows up there. All right. So apparently a lot of speculation. Oh, snap. Oh. There it is. Is this is the hole. Now, this is what we looked at last year. That's right. This is what uh, a few redditors or whatever you call them have posted. This is the the hole. Now, if you zoom out, right here, eh, didn't stay, but you can see it's very much north of Ellensburg. That's like a big. What is that? A so basin or that's a, what do you north call that? Ellensburg, but the but the uh, the zone that was blocked out was is... southwest. So there's no there's no way whatever this was up here is what was blocked out. What was blocked out is exactly right over here. Here's the ridge. And the way you can find it is let me see, let me zoom out. Okay. So you see this little curve in the river right here? Yeah. Like this little weird curve. Yeah. So when you open this up, you can see that curve right here. Oh snap, there it is. And it's right to the left. Okay, oh, shit. And that little so, dark area right there. Down. So the area is all, Down. this is right where it should be. Yeah, okay. that little area Somewhere. right there in that little valley. Right in here. I see it. I see it. How can you see it past all that, almost that bush, yeah, I can, that brush? I just think it's 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 going to be. <laughs> I can think of the middle of the night, man. You would have to comb through this inch by inch just to like. There it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. 
I'm trying. I was doing. I was trying to go through this earlier to see if I could find anything. To see if I could find a house on this like old ass road, but couldn't really come across anything. But this is exactly where because here's the here's that little curve right here. And if you look, see how this this ridge goes this way. This ridge goes that way. They always blur out the hole. <laughs> Depends Sorry. on what country you're there, in. Here's the ridges right there. What is this, Japan? So this. <laughs> so Sorry. I'm so wondering right here. if if this was a hoax, then uh, is it possible that he? I, I wish we could do more research and, and find out, um, like with his name, if that area, if that land, that plat, you know, like went back to his name or anything about his name. Because if this was a hoax, couldn't you pick out an area that had military activity and be like, that's it. And it just so happened that because the whole thing about the terror server is that people were like, well, he picked an area that was already blocked out. Mm -hmm. But terror server came out after the episode. So right. he couldn't have known what area was going to be blocked out unless it was an area known to have military um, which it may, which it may have, because a caller called in from the area and was like, um, "The Yakima firing range is like ten miles away. That's where they train for Desert Storm, and uh, it's a huge military base." Oh shit! So, hmm. So we got um, several discrepancies here. Not really discrepancies, but just a lot of people are saying that that whole north of. I mean, but they're, they're on there several times, and it said southwest of Ellensburg. Yeah, and that's that's coming from Mel. Yeah, Mel and Art, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's on Reddit. The one the one that I showed last year, um, that's the one that, that went around Reddit however long ago, and some people think that may be it, but that can't be it according to, to the horse's mouth. I wonder. I, wonder. That very, I mean, it's very interesting. You're talking – um such an elaborate story and, and and a lot of people are like well it's definitely a hoax because it gets so crazy at the end well but i mean what if it's not you know like what if all this really i mean you know it's hard to just write it off because it gets crazy because i mean shit just a hole that never ends is crazy enough well dare right. dare, dare i say this is some really cool shit <laughs> 2024 is great here. I thought he actually said that. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I do have oh. another picture real quick. Um, I don't know how real this is, but I, I'm pretty sure Lance may have saw this too if you watched the same video I did. If this is real, then... We're waiting. This is oh, that's, to be that's a... from the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is supposed to be the hole, eh? I mean, it looks like it's got a retaining wall right here. Yeah. 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 But. Well, let's know. get into it. What do you guys think the hole is, if it exists? Give me a percentage and also. I think 100% a hole exists. Mm. Okay. The question, the question is, obviously. So you believe waters. I believe there's a hole out there somewhere. I believe that he had a little Mexican fella, as he put it, that would come and dump tires, you know, down the hole. I believe mm -hmm. that they would throw trash and shit down there. Well, if you think it exists, what do you think it is? Let me ask a question real quick before I lose that train of thought. Uh, hold on. What do you think it is? Hold that thought. 
Okay. What do you think the odds are that he would say he couldn't hear anything around the hole, couldn't hear anything hit the bottom and all this, then years later describe this other hole and say that um, the goat, you know, would scream above this hole and you couldn't hear it scream. You couldn't hear the, the tool hit. Like, what's the odds that he would have this in his mind about, like, but he never mentioned that uh, the hole was keeping the sound from escaping. He just said he could not hear it hit the bottom. And then he goes to this other hole and notices there's a metal rim, hits the rim, and no sound come from it, and you can't hear anything around it. And it's like, what are the odds of him thinking that through years later? Yeah, that's a good that point. Because yeah. um, that would explain him not being able to hear something hit the bottom. Obviously, it's uh, if it exists, it's a uh, it's a hot spot for you know frequencies and and uh, who knows what happens when you actually jump into it. I wouldn't do it, but yeah, uh, he he also described a black beam of light that would shoot up out of it. Yeah, I didn't want to go there because I was I was worried we'd lose viewers. So. <laughs> <laughs> So what do y'all think it is, if it exists? I just think it's a hole, a very deep hole, probably a mining shaft or something. Um, oh, so it, well, it might be something man-made. What did you say, Lance? A lot of people are saying that it was a hole by, like, volcanic something like... Oh, something yeah, like, like a vent for yeah uh, event over time has has made its way through the crust and that would explain radioactivity wouldn't it i don't know i don't i don't know if they checked for radioactivity i know the tumor in the in the in the sheet obviously sounds like there would be some radioactivity going if on the there. if the gun was uh the gun was radioactive uh allegedly right it um it messed with radio frequencies um oh. not radio panels and shit like yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. It did not make a sound when it fired, but also, I mean, I mean, we're talking late nineties. The gun's been buried. If that's a Nazi gun, it was buried for at least fifty years, and they like would it even be usable? Right. Yeah. Why does everything have to go back to the Nazis? Even the Admiral Byrd goes back to the Nazis. Yeah, there's a there, for some and it's reason also about it keeps Hollow popping Earth. up. Right. Same, and the uh, the hollow the hollow stuff freaks me out. Um, you're ready for January. Like, uh, if uh, it, if it went down beyond eighty thousand feet, um, that's that's serious. Like, it's either going, it's either a, a rip in space and time, or it's actually going to a physical place. One uh, question that I've I've always wondered, I don't know, maybe Drew's picked this up over the time. It's been a year since we covered this. If he put a one pound weight on the line, he drops the line down enough to have fifteen plus pounds, then at what point can he be spooling thinking he's still going, but the weight of the line's more than his weight? So it's you know, it's like that's never a good ending. point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's, there could be there could be a, a foul up there. That's I don't know if it ever, you know, I don't know if it was ever discussed. I'm sure it was, but yeah. I mean, a lot of people have those questions, but yeah, that's that's a big if too. And like he didn't take any pictures of it. Um when he went down to Nevada, he didn't take any pictures of that hole either because that's kind of understandable. He didn't want to kind of like encroach or impose on their thing. So he didn't bring mm. a cam you know, he didn't bring cameras or anything like that. 
Um, God, but his own he's... thing, his own thing, like he said, if, I mean, he seems very old school, not too tech, you know, technologically. Proficient. Yeah. Right. They didn't have cell phone pictures. Yeah. He said he was going to create a web page for the whole, uh, on the first episode. Um, because, uh, art actually did, um, suggest selling tickets. Mm. Uh, and on the last episode, he did say he had evidence he had uh, forms of because that was the big thing. Like you don't have any pictures, you don't have any of this. He said, "I do, but I don't have a way of like you know, getting them to you or, or anything like this." Oh yeah, so he had to, like, yeah. He had to find like somebody to scan it and email it or whatever. Yeah, so he said, "I have all that." And Art invited him back and said, "You know, let's do this." And he said, "Man, I'm more than happy to get all this stuff together." And that was the last episode. Nobody had ever yeah. heard from him after that. And um, what was I going to say? He had the dime. He had the dime in his hand that the when he went down back to uh, to Nevada, um, the Indians down there, they also had the dimes. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier or not. No, they had the dimes too. Same Chinese envelope for the good luck stuff. Had like ten of them, and he got one. And he he said he was holding it in his hand while he was talking to Art, and um, tried to get some pictures. <sighs> what? There's just no pictures. Tried to take a picture of it, but he couldn't. But it would, look, it would not allow him to take a picture. Damn it, Mel. But even if, I mean, even if he had a picture, there's going to be so much, so much speculation about like, well, he could have manipulated that coin. He could have manipulated the picture. He could have, I mean, like pictures aren't even evidence anymore. Look at MH370. We need pictures, yeah. Mel. And then there's no record of a Mel's, Mel Waters even living in that area, owning Damn land it. or anything. So he could have been using a <laughs> using an alias. They could or, have completely, they could have completely scrubbed him from the books. Exactly, they could have taken him off the books. All right, I'm going to be generous on this one. I want to go fifty fifty. I mean this this update it did shine some light on some stuff like the stuff with the seal stuff. That was very specific, very odd. Either this dude is a very elaborate hoaxman. Or this really happened. That's why I'm going to go 50-50 on this one. Either he uncovered in his backyard a gateway to the hollow earth, or he made it all up. Mm -hmm. It's got it's. I, I can go either way on this. Yeah, there another, is some compelling stuff in the details. I will another say thing that. too. Another thing too about the ice. Um, that's a source of free energy and unlimited energy. Yeah, and right. it goes into some other crazy stuff too. Like, so I was telling you about the bucket that was burning for months, and it and it burnt through the furnace, and it burnt through the house. He patched it up; it kept him warm. But when seasons changed, it kept burning, and it burnt through the ground, and then it demolished the house, and then it left the hole. And the guy comes back, and he's saying that there's like these magical birds that are in the area, and there's like spirits talking to him, and telling him that this uh, energy that he possesses at his house. In the wrong hands could be devastation for humanity, and uh, I mean, there's there's so much to the story that we are just given the very 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 small little nut job nutshell. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, what? So yeah, so there is a lot to it, but it's like I don't know, like little stuff like that. Like he's talking about it not having like you're not hearing the bottom and then you hear about the other hole and it's like there's no sound and, the, and it's almost too crazy 
to make up in other right, words. Right, right. You know, that's kind of what, what gets me. Like, and he could have left him alone and gone a different route. And for the most part, his story's consistent for the most part. There, there may yeah. be a couple things in there, but I mean, who's going to get it exactly right every time? Like, you know, I mean, you, you look at stuff from several years ago, you're going to get some details wrong about something, you know? Amen. Well, where do y'all sit percentage wise? I'm a hundred percent. No, I'm, I mean, I'm a hundred percent. There's a hole that, like I said, that, that there was a hole that they threw tires down and a refrigerator and shit like that. Um, I'll say 99%. We couldn't hear the, we couldn't hear it the bottom all right that's, 99 that's, 50 that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like that i'm i'm pretty certain there's a hole pretty whether certain that, there's a hole whether it had been a shaft or something but everything else about the hole um if you don't believe anything else why even believe there's a hole because there's a hole there's mining shafts and there's caverns and caves and yeah it could it could easily be a, a dangerous volcanic vent that the government's like oh shit uh, we can't have anybody near this so yeah. you believe the government might have intervened in that, or you think the government was already in that area? Well, automatically, I think they're lying about everything. Uh, so, uh, you know, I could go either way on this one. Uh, if it's a hole to the inner Earth or a different uh, dimension or parallel universe, then, of course, they would have to secure that. They would, they would have to. I mean, if you, yeah, if you want to get really crazy, I think the most uh, would be an inner Earth thing because... Um, I think Lance may have watched the same thing I did. It was like an old, it wasn't really, it was like an 11 minute documentary kind of thing. Did you watch that? Yeah, you know, I didn't see, I saw that clip that you just showed the picture of, but I didn't watch that documentary. Yeah, watch it. Uh, because Red Elk is on there. He's an Indian that used to I go on. That. He that's used to on go the, on. on the news, a little thing. Yeah, he used to. Was that 11 he, minutes? That news document was 11 minutes? Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I did see that. So he used to go on coast to coast a lot. Um, I think, I guess he's native to Washington, I guess. Um, him and another shaman said that they've been down the hole, but oh, not physically, but not physically. They've been down spiritually oh. and there's lizard people down there. Spiritual penetration. Ah, oh, the lizard people came in. I didn't see that part. <laughs> Wait, what, what's he, what's he marking himself for time? <laughs> I never know what you Sorry. have up your sleeve, Gail. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that now. I can lift my arm. Hey, wow. Oh, Red Elk. Yeah, I saw that documentary and he was talking about, you know, don't go down that road. Yeah. You, know, you, you might go missing. So I did see that. I didn't realize it was 11 minutes. Good Lord. That was a news article about it. Um, you know, I'm 72.3% sure. I'm, I'm going to change that. I'm 68.7% sure. 68.7. Okay. That this is full in, in the entirety. Overall, but, it averages out as plausible. I might, I might go 69.420. Okay. Still in the plausible range. I changed mine. The 69.6. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> who, who can out 69 one another? Uh, you know, I almost feel like the stuff that we talk about. <laughs> I just caught that. Uh, uh, I think I've given him. I, I've given him like ten this episode. Ten yeah. what? Ten bites. Uh, what is what is that saying? Like, there's always some truth in everything. A little little always. kernel. Yeah, there's there's a little kernel of truth. Like that's and I was I was thinking about this too. Like he like 
that's why I think there's a hole. He called in. He he really wasn't sure about the hole. He probably lowered fishing line all down there. Lost track of how much he did. Didn't know if he hit the bottom or not. You know, he got you know guy throwing tires down there. It's not filling up. He calls in and immediately takes off. Everyone's imaginations run wild. And then they what just if he gotta, was on hard drugs. And then they just got to run with this. They got to run with it. It was the biggest mm. episode they've ever done. Oh they gotta, yeah. They gotta, they and, that was, and that too about the test line. Remember that because we were talking about that a year ago. I was like, uh, the weight wouldn't outweigh the test of the line. But you were saying it was twenty pound test, mm-hmm. and, and eighty thousand feet. That's so far. Fifteen miles. I missed, I missed the fact where you said he weighed it. Yeah, it was late. I think it was later in the part two. As above, so below. Hmm? Man, I don't know. And then you think the heat too. Like, there's just so much to it. I know. Would you have to wear like a an astronaut suit to go down into it? Like, what do you do? Some guy wanted to go down in a cage, and then have like an instant up button. Like, if shit happened, he wanted a really bright light, be in a cage, and then like an instant up button. So, like, if some monster came up, uh, they would just have to hit up, and up he goes, and he'd be saved damn you know and then another guy's like you need to go meet the you know meet those uh government bastards with a gun you know that's your land blah 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 you know so everyone like i said everyone's imaginations was running wild everybody was all riled up so i mean you have no choice but to continue that you know right what keeps we gotta keep it going it keeps me so intrigued about these kind of stories is like then you hear about the orbs and all this other sci-fi just off the wall stuff that you can't fathom or even believe mm-hmm. but yet like they're going in our oceans and they're going like they're going somewhere right like, well, maybe there's these holes in the ocean too it's like you know like maybe so i just don't know why like if, if it was seriously an, an area that's why is it not blocked out on google earth you know well google earth could also be manipulated that's what i was yeah. just about to say that right like, right uh, could, hmm. You know, with the clouds, they could Photoshop that pretty quick, right? Hole that's, diver. That's true. Yeah, and like if, uh, like, say that the military discovered the location of the hole, what if they came in and built the, you know, the testing facility and all the military shit around a spot close by? So now everybody's distracted with that spot. Oh, that's where it must be, but that actually isn't where it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can, they can, uh, they can throw it off the trail. Uh, but, well, uh, on the first episode, though, he did say uh, he gave enough evidence of where it might be. He didn't say directly, like, my address is this. But but there was enough said in the first episode for people to have an idea. Yeah, because people were looking it up on the Terra server, and they were like, it's about five kilometers south or whatever, southwest of Ellensburg. And he's like, yep, that's uh, pretty much the property we're talking about. So that picture I showed earlier with the white squares blocked out, that was his... I don't know if all of that was his property, but his property was within those white squares where the hole was. If, if it's true, and like to me, that's Earth, pretty damning. With Google Earth too, though, it's like you think if you have a satellite to see the Earth, it would be so easy for the government to like cover it up so that other countries can't see what's. Yeah, just everywhere. put some happy little trees down there, you know. Otherwise, why the hell do we give a damn about a balloon going over our country if you I, can see our? Yeah, I, I can go to uh, Area Fifty One right now. You know, yeah, um, like so. Obviously, Google Earth is just a cover up 
whatever military stuff that they want, but we could still see our own house. And and we're so stupid that we'll be like, well, it's not indicated on the on the Google Earth. Yeah, so it's not there. Yeah, so it must be. Yeah, we're just we're looking at things as they are. Sure, we are. All right, so that hole could be a a, a tree in one of the areas. True. Yeah, you can just clone stamp right over that hole. Mm-hmm. That's a Photoshop reference. <laughs> um, Peter, what else can you do to that hole? <laughs> well, you can definitely clone stamp it. Um, the first thing I, I heard him say was about the curly grass that, co- that grows around the hole. This is a dark joke, but uh, when you were zooming in on that suspected hole on the on Google Earth, what we should do is we should make a meme out of that. You remember? <laughs> I can't say this. Do you remember Goatsy? <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, okay, never mind. You have to explain in detail. I'll explain it afterwards. <laughs> I can't believe I said that on the air. Sorry, everyone. And we're banned. Probably. But <laughs> be, it would be a funny meme if you replace what that is with that hole. <laughs> Sorry. And what was it called again? I don't want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those old dark internet memes. So what is the most unbelievable part of the story, y'all? Most unbelievable? Yeah. There's just no pictures. This is something that, like, when I was growing up in the 90s, I basically have a stop-motion animation flip book of my whole childhood. My dad took so many pictures. Except of Peter's Woods, where he saw the antler thing. Right. Mm -hmm. They were always, like, you know, just family stuff that was happening. He would always have that camera with him. And I just can't believe that in the 90s, somebody didn't have one of those camcorders. But also remember where he lived and the lifestyle you have when you live out there. Yeah, he's a boomer. He was, you know, he was like, how old did he? He said he was turning like 68. This was the seven, you know, the late, late 90s. Yeah, this is true. He, and like I said, he wasn't, he's, I don't think he'd be the kind of guy to carry a camera around. You know, he probably he's, stopped selling the film he needed to even use a camera. He's in and, the, yeah. And maybe if these holes do indeed exist, maybe they were trying to get to them before the dawn of the internet era because, you know, everybody's got a camera now and we can film whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, before that, uh, people were discovering it and shit was getting out and they had to cover it up. Yeah. I I remember something else he said about the seal because they ended up, like, communicating. um, like. Uh, yeah with their eyes and stuff um and it said where where the seal lived it's so bad if we had a nuclear holocaust here on on the surface of the earth then the seals and his being his fellow beings would much rather be up here and live in the remnants of a nuclear holocaust than the land or whatever they live in down oh that's that's so scary and sad sad and scary Jesus. But it's just it's just crazy how I mean th- this is a 5 year story from 97 to 02 and you listen to the very first episode that he was on and even the second and it's pretty believable. And then you get into the episodes from like 2002 and the last ones and he's talking about this sea uh, that that's where it gets a little crazy for me. If there's a pivot point of non-belief. It's got to be that point. Yeah, and if if you uh, listen to, if you listen to Art Bell towards the end, you can kind of tell he I think his tone, the way he was like responding to stuff. I think art was even getting a little. Yeah. I could tell when he's, when he said throbbing mass art went, Oh, 
<laughs> what else can you say to a throbbing mass? Like, oh, okay, Mel. Let's, let's hear about that. He was yeah. like, you're telling me this throbbing mass was in that hole? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I think there's a... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know at what point it becomes fake or if it's not. But man, there, there's, I hate to even say, it, there's stranger things that happen. Stranger things. There you go. Look Dude, at all it's the like other the upside down, bro. Philadelphia experiment and all these other uh, strange mm-hmm. scenarios. You know, if you can believe one, you might as well believe all. But I don't. I'm then. I'm not 100 percent on anything. That's so, what I was gonna say. Like if if one of these things is true, then Damn near all of them's got to be true. Right. Well, is there any other, uh, anything on Mel's hole that we missed? Man, I, I think, uh, upon the second viewing, I'm still, I'm, I'm 50 50 on this. I mean, he could be, like I said, either an elaborate hoaxman or a, wit- a witness to something that was so truly. Lance, um, but they say he never wrote a book, never sold anything, never advertised anything, never put yeah. a plug in for anything, never did anything. It could have just occupied his time, but he went three years. And he said, three he said he, he said he did not want any notoriety from this three years without coming on here to boost his ego. If that's what he was trying to chase. Do you think mm-hmm. Mel was uh, a made up name? Just to protect I was just about, I was just about to ask you that. Damn. See, I mean, this story is plausible. I'm gonna, I'm, it's firmly in the realm of uh, plausible for me. I like Mel's water, uh, Mel, Mel Waters. That's a cool name. Uh, your name for the night, yeah. Well, <laughs> Spelunker, that's cool too, though. Drink, whole... Drinking Mel's water. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way, surely, there's a way you can look up a Mel Waters. I mean, th- this, this conversation should be, uh, should be somebody should be able to like go further with it and find out some legitimacy to this. Are we supposed to go to this hole and jump in it so a baby seal can grow inside of us and then sprout out and and that's our that's our no, true? No, you cook from the inside out. That's our true elevated selves. Is hey, the you're seal not, that you're comes not supposed out? to do that? You're supposed to maybe come in contact with the seal. Oh, so the seal. Okay. The seal does the heal. But why did the Ooh. seal come from the sheep? Because it that's was, yeah, because that's you lowered the sheep down in there, and for, however it got in there, I, I guess the seals are they live down there. Whatever's down there, hmm. It was almost like it was a born fetus, and you used the 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 the, the goat as like a uh, you know conduit. Yeah, but the but even as a fetus, like just being born, it was still aware. Hmm. You know. Of the surroundings, but yeah, you, it, though, it could be like it was an adult, whatever it was, and it was just using you know. He was saying it. that it would look at him very intently. Yeah, yeah, like it, like it was a mature being, and that's and that's creepy. Um, is and very specific. Uh, <laughs> very very eyes. very specific. He got lost in the dreamy eyes of a seal fetus. Peter's gotten similar remarks from the bar he goes to. (laughs) They get lost in my seal fetus eyes. Um, What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorite stories, but damn it if it's not the most bizarre. 
It's pretty damn bizarre. You're right. So he was 68 at the time. So he was either born in the late 20s or early 30s. So if he's still if he's still kicking, he's he's getting on up there. If that's his real name at all, because like I said, if this was totally real, then they wiped him from the books. Witness protection type stuff where you can't find any trace of a male waters ever. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's why we never heard from him again. There's got to be more holes. Well, I was also thinking, too, he was diagnosed with cancer, he says, and that he was cancer-free, but, you know, being at his age, maybe something happened. and Or he could have just went totally off-grid, moved down to Nevada, lived with the Basques. I and... wonder if uh, if this story of Mel's Hole was, uh, was part of the inspiration for the show Lost. Do y'all remember that hatch? Where they they oh. found the hatch and the guy who was a paraplegic, his legs would start working again when he when he was near the hole or it, it was something like that. It was something crazy and paranormal like that. And I was like, damn, this is a good show. And then it went to shit. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm wondering if that had anything to do because it was very it was kind of similar with uh, there being a hole. And oh, that also reminds me. I w- I wanted to pitch a movie to y'all. You gotta watch it in your spare time. Uh, if if you're interested in holes in the ground uh, that are weird, uh, there's a movie called Hole in the Ground, and uh, I think it's distributed okay. by one of my favorite studios, A24. This movie is great. It's great. It's about a lady who has some land that she moves on to with her with her son. The father's out of the picture, um, and her son runs off into the woods. She chases him, and she finds a hole that is it's almost like a whirlpool of dirt. You said A24? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. Check it out. It's, uh, it's super suspenseful. It's, I thought it was pretty scary. There's a little bit of schlock in there, but um, I thought it was very good. Hole, hole in the, the ground. ground. Yeah, it's very good. And kind of... Kind of like this story a little bit, even though there's some there's some other mythology that comes into it. There's another show I think on um, Amazon called Outer Outer oh. Reach. I think. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard of it's not outer, outer, outer Bank. Outer. I think it's Outer Reach. Outer. It's kind of about that too. Let me see. Outer Banks. That sounds oh. right. Outer Range. Is what outer it is. outer range. Oh, yeah. there goes there, there goes Lance. Lance. He's, he he Lance has logged off to go watch the movie. Yeah, he was so excited. Okay, oh he's back. I thought he was so excited about. Don't our... hit zero on your keypad. <laughs> it does something apparently. It'll fuck you up. Yeah, that was quick though. This shit uh, lines up with the cosmos. Outer reach. <laughs> <laughs> You're liking that new technology you guy, don't you? Love it. Fucking love it. That's on my bucket list, though. I want to urinate into Mel's hole. Okay, all right. That's an hour, one hour, seven minutes, forty-eight seconds. I'm making that announcement now. It's official. Apparently, Mel had said he uh, put in his will that he would be dumped in the hole when he passes. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but you know, I would. Nobody has a copy of his will. So, what if he? What what if he comes back pet cemetery style? That's why. That's why he wanted to be dumped down there, wandering in the woods with a collar and no clothes on, just. I wonder. I wonder if, like, if the hole's real. I wonder if they're like experimenting with it. Like, they would have to if they found that hole that he's describing. They would have to be doing experiments where they put things down into the hole. They have had to. They had to have put people down there, and they have to have some data on what happened. You know, 
from yeah, the experiments. Yeah. So what the hell happened? Well, almost almost vomited. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, I've had some wine tonight. Um, well, that's enough wine for tonight. Um, join oh, us man. next time. Um, Lance, you look like you got to say something. No, I'm done. We're done. We're all done. That was the nutshell version of Mel's Hole, the story, and then a extended version of the uh, wild speculation. So if you are interested in the story, definitely uh, subscribe to uh, the Art Bell Tape Vault podcast. He's got all the uh, shows on there that Mel was on. You can uh, listen to it. It's a very good story. Whether it's whether it's real or not, it's entertaining. It's fun to think about. It's, it's really fun to entertain the thought whether or not that it's real. Uh, and a lot of people still believe that it is real. So, um, Israel. I'm Israel. sorry. Sorry. What? <laughs> oh, no. We're done. I have to edit. <laughs> so, join us next time. Again, December is going to be a really big month for us. Uh, we've got a couple good shows coming up. And then we have a guest coming on uh, right before Christmas. Uh, I think everyone is really going to enjoy that. We're all excited about it. Um, it's going to be a good time. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter, room2008ENT2, and be sure to visit room2008.com. That's going to be the place where we post um, our next episode, full description of the episode, what to expect, and when we're going on. So you can join us here on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash room2008ENT, and interact with us. Um, but unless y'all have anything else. Nice. Bro, I'm glad we did another episode of it. I was so happy. Let me get my last effect and do it just so I can uh, say I did it again. One more. You know what? It's probably a bad idea. I didn't, ha- I didn't already have it up. Yeah, dude. Here we go. And this was the episode of, of, of Mail. Thank you. Nice. And that is how we sign off. Room 2008 is out. Peace. Out. out.